0: In faith to faith hour, he reveals divine secret and truth. Stay tuned and be
1: blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere take place. Um today I'm starting a series about Prophetic Ministry. Amen. I became born again on the ninth of 13th, October, 1976. After a group of young men had preached to me On the night before that morning, 2 a.m., Jesus appeared to me physically and for 30 minutes he spoke to me and told me about the sign of the ages or the, the signs of the time. At that time, I wasn't much um, into politics. I didn't know much about the world of politics. But I remember clearly one of the things he told me about the science of the time was he said, communists will collapse. 1976, those of you who are alive, um, you know that communism and socialism were very active. Now, the period of the Cold War. Um, and he told me communism will collapse. And then he said East and West Germany will become one. There will be unification. At that time, we used to have East Germany and West Germany. And then the third thing he said was he said the West, that means the Western countries that have prosper through my father and the law. That means through the Bible, they would turn their back to my father and me. And that's exactly what has happened. I've watched these things over the years. Now you see the Western countries, the things they believed by Bible. You know, Great Britain, an English language Became powerful because King James translated the Bible into English. You see, there are some things when you talk about the bloggers today, the social commentators today who have no understanding about the things of the spirit, they begin to talk, anyhow. But these are facts. American prosper because some people separated themselves from England, went all the way to America just to worship God in peace. Have the liberty to serve God. So America became a prosperous nation. These are fact. Somebody will say, what about China? What about India? That is another topic. Because in the Bible... We have three types of prosperity. Is that right? Amen. The Bible is not silent about these things. Amen. We have the prosperity of the wicked. The prosperity of the fool. And the prosperity of the righteous. So you can't put all together. Amen. And so, this... Was what, as a young boy, 18 years, I didn't have any knowledge about politics or anything. I saw, and then he spoke to me about my own life. What do you want to do with me? If you read my book, uh, Walking in the Supernatural Power of God, I have all these things there. And including God of Signs and wonders. But And then he said, go to Church of Pentecost. They will teach you the way of salvation. And after I will appear to you and tell you what you should do. And I saw myself speaking in a strange language I've never spoken before. And I remember that night, you know, I was sharing the bed with my younger brother. Uh Lewis Adam's so in Takradi. And also a friend called Anthony Buate Mensa. You know, in the village we used to share beds together. Amen. And when I woke up, I was crying. And they, 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 they couldn't understand what was happening to me. And I remember for the first three days, I couldn't feel my legs. So when I'm walking, this is how I used to walk. As if I was floating. My grandmom was so concerned. And she came to me several times. And I I, I told my friends that I've seen Jesus. The first reaction is, are you pope to see Jesus? Amen. And I remember I started preaching. All over the place, people come to me and say, repent. Jesus is coming soon. That was my message. And some will laugh. I remember some friends will laugh at me. But I pursued. I finally, went to Church of Pentecost. Then, when I went to Church of Pentecost, all of a sudden, the Lord opened my eyes. And thank God my wife is here she met me at the Church of Pentecost. Those days, when the Lord opened my eyes, I can see you and know the day you are going to die. I can see people and words are written on their forehead. Sometimes about accident. Something about good things. It's not only evil things. And in Church of Pentecost, Takradi, I mean people who knew me who testify. And I remember one day the Lord spoke to me, and said, Tell the church. And over the we used to share things in the church. The people should get ready. For three days it's going to rain. It should pack food. And actually it happened in Takara for three days continuous raining. And some people lost their lives. And I remember one of our elders. In the church. I, I spoke about that. That somebody has finished his work. God is going to take him away. And then that elder was made to. I knew it. But you know. In In prophetic, there are some things you don't make them public. That is a fact. Amen. In prophetic, we have some messages they are private. If you read the Bible, something God will send a prophet, go to this king, go to this person. There are things they are meant for private discussion. It's not everything. Amen. And I remember one Sunday we were about to worship and God spoke to me. The Pentecost had that liberty of exercising the gift. And I stood before the church It was Friday evening. And I said, Get ready. There's a young man called Jeremiah John. This is what I said. I've seen. His heart filled with blood and a group of men. They are going to take over. They will kill the head of states and some army officers. And in our church we used to have some army officers with us. Immediately they called the leadership. I was called. We have presbytery meeting. I was sat down. And those soldiers said, look, the thing that this young man has said is, it is something that we need to talk to him because it's a security concern. I was young. I was just saying things. In fact, uh, as a matter of fact, in the church, I meet people. I say, you, I saw this and that. And people were scared of me People were scared coming close to me. I was seeing things. I remember one young man. We met in the church. I said, "I I can see one of you've lost one of your eye." He told the leaders, "I was called before the presbytery, you know." And he used to work for certain lawyer. And somebody was owing. They used to collect um, debt. Went there and the man used a stick punch into the eye and he lost it. Amen. Now, listen to me. The point I'm making, you know, but thank God for the leaders in Church of Pentecost. They saw a good gift in me they came around, sat me down and I remember one of them, he said you need teachings though you have the gift but you need to be what? Taught. Amen. And I submitted myself to teachings that, that is one of the things that inspired me to be reading books from men of God. Read books about Kenneth Hagen, about prophetic ministry. of, And it made me a better person. You can have a gift, but if you don't humble yourself to teaching, you can become something. You can become a laughing stock. Amen. Amen. So, it is it is appropriate for us to address these things and know where you put them. And again, let me say that it is unacceptable that all that you see is them. That is totally wrong. That is totally wrong. Amen. And it's all about personalities. I'm not saying that I, in my ministry, I do. There are people, I see them, I call them. This and that. I see that around. Let's pray. Let's fast about it. Amen. Some, it's happening. I remember preaching in one of the churches in town. There was a young lawyer Saw him as no. We prayed in the church. I remember. But a few days, a few weeks time, I received a text from the pastor that a young lady is gone. You know, so you can see things. There's a difference between delivery, how you deliver it. Amen. Amen. So in these teachings we're going to look at Old Testament prophet. In fact the ministry of the Old Testament prophet is different from the New Testament
0: Lord of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop adi He reveals the step-to-step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the Gospel. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders is a must read, grab your copy now. Bishop Diamond's challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a must-read. Grab a copy now.
1: And also, in the New Testament, there are rules about prophecies. The Old Testament, there were no rules. When the prophet came to town, they run around. Amen. But in the New Testament, the Bible has set rules. Clearly. And so we're going to do about um, two parts or three parts of this ministry of the prophet. Now we're starting with the Old Testament prophets. Amen. The ministry of prophet is still relevant in the church. It's very important. It's very important. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the first prophet mentioned in the Bible is Abraham. Abraham was a prophet. I say Abraham was a prophet, a man, because God called Abraham out of his country, out of his town, out of his father's house. And Abraham obeyed and began to walk according to the precept of God. So Abraham. God saw Abraham as his prophet. Then with me to Genesis 27. Now therefore restore the man his wife. For he is a prophet. And he shall pray for thee. And thou shalt live, and if thou restore her not, know thou that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are thine. It's about Abraham came to a town called Gara. The territory of the Philistines. And the people there, when they um, see a beautiful lady, the first thing is, this lady is fit for the king. And the Bible says, Sarah was a beautiful woman. Very pretty woman. And so the people suggested, and Abraham, being a wise person, thought, if I, 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 I say it's my wife, they may kill me and take my wife. So Abraham said, it's my sister. Actually, Sarah was Abraham's cousin. So when Abraham said, it's my sister, in that context... It was true. it was not lying. So they took Sarah to the palace of the king. But the Bible says the king did not uh, have any sexual intimacy with Sarah. But in the night, God went to the king, Abimelech, and said, Hey, you are a dead man. For taking that prophet's wife. Restore the man's wife. If not, you'll be dead. You and everything that you have. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Abraham was not just an ordinary person. But he was a prophet of God. Then God said, let a man pray for you. That means, Abraham should pray for Abimelech. Hallelujah. So that is the first time we have glimpse of a prophet. Abraham was the prophet of God. Put your hands together for the Lord. And then again, when God called Moses, God said, You Moses have made you a God to Pharaoh. By your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. The reason why God made Aaron a prophet. Moses was a stammerer. Moses could not speak. By the time Moses would go before Pharaoh and begin to speak. You know what will happen because and that was Moses weakness let me tell you everyone that God calls has some weakness God will not call somebody who is 100% correct Amen Hallelujah and so Moses had limitation. I know my own limitation. Hallelujah. And so God made Aaron his prophet, spokesman. So most of the things that were being demanded from Pharaoh to let the people go, it was Aaron, who was speaking it out. Amen. In Exodus chapter 7, verses 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh. And Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Now look at the word there. Shall be your prophet. So, Aaron was a prophet to whom Moses. Put your hands together for the Lord. So that's where we see God started establishing the ministry of prophet. You see, when God begins something, He starts it as a prototype. That means a model then gradually he will establish it as an institution that's how god works amen and so aaron became moses prophet and in exodus 15:20 The first time we saw a woman also becoming a prophetess. Miriam also became a prophetess. Miriam also became a prophetess. So we have a prophet and a prophetess. So the prophetic ministry... It's for both men and women. It's not only restricted to men. And we should have that understanding. Both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. The prophetic ministry is open to both men and women. A man can become a prophet. A woman can become prophetess. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, in that environment, or um, let me say, in that dispensation, the Spirit of God comes on the prophet Holy. The Spirit of God was not giving to everybody. It comes only on the prophet and no one else. The Spirit of God comes only on the prophet or the prophetess. It comes and speaks. But when God decided to get people to stand with Moses, God opened up to allow certain people. To receive the spirit of God. Amen. Numbers 11. In Numbers 11, God spoke to Moses that he should get, select some people and bring them before him. Amen. And Moses did that. In verse 24, And Moses went out and told the people, the wings of the Lord and gathered the seventy men of the elders of the people and set them around about the tabernacle God brought them before the tabernacle, that means the temple at that time and the Lord came down in a cloud and spoke unto him and took of the spirit that was upon him And gave it unto the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them. They prophesied and did not cease. They prophesied. As soon as the spirit of God came upon the 70 that Moses presented before God. They started prophesying. (laughs) Amen. Because they were going to be helpers. They need spiritual understanding. When people don't have spiritual understanding. They can cause much harm. Both to the body of Christ. And to his church. They can cause much harm. To the work of ministry. Because they don't have spiritual understanding. It takes spiritual understanding to appreciate certain things of the spirit. People will question. And people will not do what is required of them. May God give you spiritual understanding. May God give you a spiritual understanding.
0: Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew at Diamonds' table. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop of Diamonds reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity, and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal,
1: So these people received the spirit of God and prophesied. So that they could really become part of the team for the ministerial work. Verse 26. But there remained two of the men in the camp. The name of the one was Eldar, And the name of the other, Medad. And the spirit rested upon them. And they were of them that were written. But went not out into the tabernacle. And they prophesied in the camp. Now, these two men, Eldad and Midad, were supposed to be part of the 70. But they did not go. The Bible did not give out the reasons. But they could not go. And the Bible says that even outside the tabernacle, in their home, they were also prophesying. The Spirit of God came upon them. Hallelujah. Because it is the Spirit of God that was working. It's not the Spirit of man. And God has no limitations. Whether you are around or you are without, he can still reach you. Put your hands together for the Lord. 27, and there ran a young man and told Moses and said, Edad and Midad do prophesy in the camp. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men, answered and said, My Lord Moses, forbid them. You know, these people didn't come. When we invited them to church meeting, prayer meeting, they did not come. They were in their house eating fufu and then and, and the spirit of God has fallen on them and look at that they are prophesying stop them Moses always in the church you have people who are so zealous for the things of God we have people who, who believe things should be done according to the precept of the word Amen. 29. And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake? Are you envying because of me? For me? That's what Moses' reaction. Will God that all the lost people were prophets? And that the Lord will put his spirit upon them. And Moses said, I wish all God's people become prophets. Do you know why? Because the man Moses has really uh, been bearing the burden of the people. Amen. And he knew how it is, how hard it is to work for God. So the people will also appreciate when the spirit of God will come on them. And that request, God took note. Of that request. That I wish all. God's people. Receive the spirit. Of God. Hallelujah. Later on we will come to that. And let you know. Hallelujah. Amen. And as I told you. Miriam in Exodus. 1520. And Miriam. Miriam. The prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbering in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timberings and with dances. Amen. So Miriam also became a prophet. Amen. So when people started prophesying, God needs to bring order. Because now, people were really prophesying. Because they have received the spirit of God. And, and I believe among them, people who go to others' house and begin to prophesy. Amen. So God needed to bring order. There is one thing with God. He's not God of confusion. He's a God of order and peace. So anytime God introduces something, a subject, and and you see confusion is coming out of it, he always brings order. So God decided to bring order. The way that people were prophesying. They've all received the spirit of God. Some of them Even when you call them to meeting, the God is speaking to me in my bedroom. When I finish, I will come. I'm also a prophet. And you remember Miriam told Moses, Are you the only one God speaks to? Amen. Now the power has come, the anointing has come. Everybody is prophesying. So they came to a point they thought that. Moses was their co-equal. Amen. Moses was their co-equal. So now we are all prophets and prophetess. Amen. And that was what led to the rebellion of Miriam and Aaron. They started rebuking Moses. And God got angry. and said, look here. Moses is of a different level. Don't compare yourself to Moses. Amen. So God started bringing in order. In Numbers 12, 6. You know from verse 1 going, that's where Aaron and Miriam spoke harshly. Against. Moses. Amen. And God. Hallelujah. Now verse 5. And the Lord came down. In the pillar of cloud. And stood in the door of the tabernacle. And called Aaron. And Miriam. And they both came forth. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I the Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. That means God is saying, Look here, Aaron and Miriam, if there's a prophet, I God will speak to that prophet In a vision. And in dreams. Amen. Hallelujah. My servant Moses is not so. Who is faithful in all my house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth. Even apparently. Not in dark speeches. And the similitude. Of the Lord shall be whole. Therefore, then, were ye not afraid to speak against my servant? So you see, there can be prophets, but God always brings order. Somebody abed that prophet. There can be prophets, but for God to bring order and peace there should be somebody higher who can speak into the life of that so-called prophet and God demonstrated that that look here you people are prophet and prophetess but Moses I deal with it because there are other people they don't carry the title prophet the things that they can see. The things that God can speak to them is higher than those who carry the title Amen. prophet. Amen. So God established that. that no, you are not. You are prophetess. You are prophets. But Moses he is of a higher quality. Put your hands together for the Lord. And that is why even in the New Testament the ministry of apostle is higher than the ministry of a prophet. The Bible says first apostle. Second prophet. So prophets are not powerful than apostles. Apostles bring discipline. They bring order to the body that's why the bible is let the prophet speak but let others judge who judge the apostles so prophecy in the new testament prophecy can be judged it means it could be analyzed In the New Testament, prophecy is not sacrosanct. It's not something you say it and say, oh, me, God, asked me to speak. Yes, it may be true, God, but still, if somebody stand up and say, take the Bible, let's step on the Bible, let's kick against the Bible, that says the Lord, Listen, from today, nobody should read a Bible. Hey!
0: Audacity of faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew A. Diamonds' stable. And from the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop A. Diamonds faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions the book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles signs and wonders done through impunity indemnity and immunity audacity of faith grab your copy now god of miracles signs and wonders by stretching out your hand to heal
1: sit down and say, yeah, that's God. You know, a day, if people don't read the word of God, what could happen? Amen. Yeah, we're still dealing with the Old Testament. So, the ministry of the prophet was being developed even in the time of Moses. It was still being developed. And In, let's read, Deuteronomy 12, verse 1. Now God started establishing, you know, signs for a true or genuine prophet. Verse 1. If there arise among you a prophet, or a dreamer of dreams, and giveth thee a sign or wonder, and the sign of the wonder came come to pass. Thereof he spoke unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you to know. Whether he love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So he's saying here, if somebody comes to you and say, I'm a prophet, or a dreamer of dreams, because God can use prophets in dreams, He can speak to them through dreams, He can speak to them without dreams, through visions, and He's saying if somebody comes to you, I'm a prophet and give you a sign. And the sign come to pass. But that prophet said, "There is a God here. Let's go and worship that God. He said, you should not what? That means, though what the prophet told you came to pass. Amen. Though what he told you came to pass. For him to say, let's go and worship a strange God. You should not. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. So, that's why God started putting all these things. It's God alone. Who can raise a genuine prophet? In Deuteronomy 18, thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me, unto him, he shall hearken. You know, God is saying that I will raise prophet among you. But that prophet, this one is a prophetic um is it, it was a prophecy about Jesus God raising Jesus as a prophet like Moses why Moses is of the old testament the bible says the law came through Moses but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ so Moses stands for the prophet of the old. And Jesus stands for the prophet of the new. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together one more time. And then when the Israel was in the wilderness... You know, some of the prophets started abusing the office of the prophet or the prophetic office. In Numbers 23, there was a prophet called Balaam. He was the prophet of God. But it came to a time Balaam was called by a king called Barak. Balaam and Balak. Amen. And they said, come and cast the people of God for me. And this is where many prophets put themselves into trouble. Motivation of money. It can lead prophets to do some silly things. And if you are a prophet, amen. And this man had the same temptation. Balak invited Balaam, the prophet, to come and curse the people of God. In verse 22, Balak said, well, I'll pray. I'll seek the face of God. And God said, don't go. And Balak increased the money. Maybe first he said, I'll I'll, I'll buy Mercedes-Benz. Now he said, I'll buy you a jet, play, if you come. And Balaam said, if you give me a house full of money, I will not come. But when the king started increasing the offer. Okay, let me, let me go and see. Maybe <laughs> uh, this time God will change his mind. Hallelujah. Now let's read chapter 22, verse 3. And Moab was so afraid of the people because there were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, Now shall this company lick up all that are round about us, as the ox licked up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippo, was king of the Moabites at that time. He sent messengers therefore unto Balak the son of Boaz to Petal, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth and they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, cast me, this people. For they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail. That we may smite them. And that I may drive them out of the land. For I would that he whom thou blessed is blessed. And he whom thou cursed is cursed. And the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with a reward of divination in their heart. And they came unto Balaam, and spoke unto him the words of Balaam. And he said unto them, Lord, hear this night, and I will bring you a word again, as the Lord shall speak unto me. And the princes of Moab abode with Balaam. And God came unto Balaam, and said, what men are these with thee? And Balaam said unto God, Barak, the son of Zippo, king of Moab, has sent unto me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt, which cover the face of the earth. Come now, cast me there Peradventure, adventure. I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them, Thou shall not curse the people for they are blessed. Amen. Amen. The people came with money, with offer. And God came down to the prophet and said, don't go. You cannot curse these people. I bless them. Amen. And thou shall have Ended the case. But you see, uh, human beings, and also by our nature, when people are dangling offers, sometimes somebody said the mind is like a scale. You know, and the more offers that are made, it can tell us. It can outweigh your good decisions. Amen. Hallelujah. So you see, prophets can be tempted. Is that true? Now we see in the Bible that prophets can be tempted. Prophets can be tempted so that they will change their position. And especially those who run after money. Some of them are really doing business. They speak things to put fear in people. Administer to people who have become victims. Put fear in people who don't know much about the things of God, who don't know much about the Word of God. And then they will run. In some cases, it's true. But the way they will go about it, Amen. And then, they will also defraud them. And that is why you need teachings. You need to understand what the Bible is saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the princes of Moab rose up and they went to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. And Balak sent yet again princes more and more honorable than they. Now, this time, he said, What? Maybe you people, you are not more noble. Now, let me send the rich people more honorable people and with more offers of money the prophet will change his mind Amen Hallelujah Put your hands together for the Lord And they came to Balaam and said to him. Thus said Balak. The son of Zippor, Let nothing. I pray thee. Hinder thee from coming unto me. For I will promote thee. Unto a very great honor. If you help me. There is one time. One of the African countries. The president running for office sent a jet plane. He said, I'm bringing the jet plane. Come. Because the man have heard how I helped for Ghana to discover oil. And this man Sent a jet. He said, "I'm sending a jet plane to take you. I told him, "I don't do things that way." I was talking to the man. He said, "He said if by four o'clock the plane will be." I said. I'm not the type. So We will help you. We will do everything for you. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what I'm saying. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. If they will send a jet plane, then everything you tell them, they will do it. Any money you call, they will do it. But they were very desperate. They were very desperate. They were facing an election. And uh, things were not looking good. The man said, I'm sending the jet plane. Man of God, you don't worry. We'll take care of you. You see, one woman beats it. We'll take care of you. Be afraid. Because they are not God. Me, nope. I'm so expensive. I'm telling you. I'm so expensive. Idaho's <laughs> that trained me. And I remember the things he used to say. I'm so expensive. So you said a judge plane. By 4 o'clock, the plane will be set. You just get ready. We take care of you. I will not disappoint you. That is, man speaking. As a believer, as a man of God. Amen. I've seen things of head of state. One sending two million dollars. It was a big man. I have this thing in my book. I'm not just saying it. That time we were buying this place. And we're struggling to buy. It. But I refused. Amen. And so, but I know. I remember some people came. I know some men of God. Came, ah, Teddy! Should have taken that, you know. Sometimes God wants to know what is in your heart. There are some things you go for them, it will disgrace you. There are things when you go for them, it will disgrace you. Put your hands together for the Lord. So here we see the prophet. Hey, thou promote you. Into very great honor. Some prophets seek honor of men. That is the problem. Some. Want attention. From the media. Some of the things that I have done on a quiet note. If I review them to you here. Some of you will say. Oh so this is the man. one of the things a prophet the highest prophet that we have ever encountered is Jesus Christ and the Bible says he was full of what? wisdom full of wisdom and if you are you are bereft of the wisdom of God you create a lot of problems if you are a prophet and you lack wisdom, you create unnecessary. If, I, if you read some of the Old Testament prophets, some of them were called by God, but some were not wise. It's there. You see, and the Bible says, everything is put there for our examples. For our example, but some of them they behave very wisely. Amen. Amen. One. My father Idahoza said something to us. You know, as young ministers. He said, if you preach like John the Baptist, you will die like John the Baptist. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord, everybody. Money and honor, prestige. And now Balaam started shaking. Mm. Uh, Let me consult. Maybe God will change his mind. And Balaam answered and said unto the servant of Balaam. If Balak will give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Hey! He was also determined. But Balak also will not give me said "Oh I, I, what, what is he talking? Let's push him. He will change his mind. Now, therefore I pray you, tarry here also here this night, that I may know what the Lord will say unto me. Now look at that. You have said it all. God have told you, don't go. Balab, don't go. You've even told them, even if you give me a house full of silver and gold, I will not change my mind. Why should you say, okay, wait, let me go and pray. Maybe by now, God will change his mind. Because the offer that Barak was giving was great. And prophets who run after money. They can be true prophets, but they can also prophesy according to their stomachs. Mm-hmm. Prophets who want the honor of men, like Bala, the word of God. This one, God Himself came to you. He said, Don't go. If God is speaking to you, you've read in the Word of God, you say, Let me pray. Maybe God will change His mind. Amen. And there are some things, if you fail, and God has an attitude, He weighs. The Bible says God is God of knowledge. He weighs our actions. So God weighed the actions of Balaam, the prophet. God said, no. The guy is changing position. Amen. And God came to Balaam at night and said unto him, If the man come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But yet the word which I shall say unto thee, that shall thou do. You say you want to go. Now when he come, go. And immediately he jumped into on donkey hey, now God has given me, let's go. On its way going, God sent an angel to stand on the way of the donkey. That was number one sign. He beat the donkey. Hey, why are you not moving? Move! Move! The donkey would say, mm-hmm, I can't move. What's wrong with you? Because they angel was standing there. And the prophet made a donkey to speak. Because he did not hear the word of God. Because he did not hear the word of God. God had to speak through a donkey. You see, sometimes when you you refuse the word of God. God can use some some silly guys, and they will be they will be speaking to you. Amen. And Balaam rose up in the morning, saddled his ass, and went with the princes of Moab. And God's anger was down because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his ass, and his two servants were with him. He had servants, you know bodyguards. they were all standing there. And the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand. And the ass turned aside out of the way and went into the field. And Balaam smoothed the ass to turn her into the way. But the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyards. A wall being on this side and a wall on that side. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself into the wall, crushed Balaam's foot. Against the wall, and he smoothed her again. And the angel of the Lord went for further and stood in the narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam. And Balaam's anger was kindled. He smote the ass with a staff and the Lord opened the mouth of the ass and she said unto Balaam why have I done unto thee that thou hast smitten me these three times Balaam said unto the ass because thou hast mocked me I will therefore a day where a sword in my hand for now I will kill thee and the ass said unto Balaam, Am not I thy ass, upon which thou hast ridden ever since I was thine into this day? Was I ever one to do so unto thee? And he said, no. Now he's talking conversation with an ass. And he's not even thinking that this is strange. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam. And he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way. And he saw drawn in his hand. And he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Therefore hast thou smitten thy ass these three times. Behold, I went out to withstand thee. Because Thy way is perverse before me. You've been perverse. You've been polluted. You've been corrupted. You are a prophet. But because of money, you've been corrupted. Polluted. And so you want to go with all these signs. It is all because you've been promised a house full of Gold and silver. A promotion. It will be known. Prophet Balaam. Prophet one. Prophet one. No size. Prophet Balaam. No size. Hey. Hey. And because of this. The prophet will not listen. Lift up your hands. Indeed, we will bless you, Lord God Almighty. Once again we want to thank you, Lord, for life. For your name's sake, your people are alive. And we'll continue to praise your holy name, God. We'll give you thanks, Lord God as we dedicate ourselves to you the first sunday in the name of jesus we pray amen thank you for watching faith to faith R. you're welcome to worship with us gospel light international church next to orion cinema in Chroma circle or visit any of our branches near you please call us for deliverance prayer and counseling and you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the bishop. Call 0261 984098 or any other numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 00300944. Zero two three nine nine four zero one, Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.